Welcome to St. Paul's. A special welcome to our visitors who are with us this morning. In the past year or two, people have asked, do we really need police officers? In the past year or two, there have been different situations where people wonder, do we really need teachers there in person with kids? And every now and then, children will wonder, do I really need my parents? I wish I could just get away and do my own thing. Well, the fact of the matter is, we need these people in our lives. We need others who are going to be there to protect us, to care for us, to guide us, to lead us. And all of this can be summed up by saying, we need a shepherd. Jesus is going to show us this morning from God's word, and we'll see more about it in our hymns and hear about it in our sermon as well, just how much we need a shepherd and can be thankful that Jesus is our shepherd. We'll follow along with the order of service as it's printed out for you in the worship folder and projected on the screen. Let's begin with our opening hymn, 336. grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
God invites us to come into his presence and worship him with humble and penitent hearts. Therefore, let us acknowledge our sinfulness and ask him to forgive us. Holy and merciful Father, I confess that I am by nature sinful and that I have disobeyed you in my thoughts, words, and actions. I have done what is evil and failed to do what is good. For this I deserve your punishment, both now and in eternity. But I am truly sorry for my sins, and trusting in my Savior Jesus Christ, I pray, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. God, our Heavenly Father, has been merciful to us and has given his only Son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Therefore, as a called servant of Christ and by his authority, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. For all that we need in life and for the wisdom to use all your gifts with gratitude and joy, hear our prayer, O Lord. For the steadfast assurance that nothing can separate us from your love, and for the courage to stand firm against the assaults of Satan and every evil, hear our prayer, O Christ. For the well-being of your holy church in all the world, and for those who offer here their worship and praise, hear our prayer, O Lord. Merciful God, maker and preserver of life, Uphold us by your power and keep us in your tender care. The works of the Lord are great and glorious. His name is worthy of praise. God of compassion, when you saw that we were like sheep without a shepherd, you sent your son Jesus to shepherd us. Keep us alive, keep alive in us your spirit of compassion for the world until all people come to know your shepherd's care. Through the same Jesus Christ, your son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Please be seated for the scripture lessons. First lesson for today, taken from Numbers 27. Uh, the Lord told Moses that 
He could see the promised land, but he would not be able to enter it because he did not honor the Lord as holy. Uh, That one time in his life, that one sin that he had committed prevented him from going into the promised land. God takes sin seriously. But he provided another leader for his people, Joshua. And for all of our sins, he has provided a Joshua as well. The name Joshua means the Lord saves. Another version of that name, Jesus, our true shepherd. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go up this mountain in the Abarim range and see the land that I have given the Israelites. After you have seen it, you too will be gathered to your people as your brother Aaron was. For when the community rebelled at the waters in the desert of Zin, both of you disobeyed my command to honor me as holy before their eyes. These were the waters of Meribah Kadesh in the desert of Zin. Moses said to the Lord, May the Lord, the God who gives breath to all living things, appoint someone over this community to go out and come in before them, one who will lead them out and bring them in, so the Lord's people will not be like sheep without a shepherd. So the Lord said to Moses, Take Joshua, son of Nun, a man in whom is the spirit of leadership, and lay your hand on him. Have him stand before Eleazar the priest and the entire assembly and commission him in their presence. Give him some of your authority so the whole Israelite community will obey him. He is to stand before Eleazar the priest who will obtain decisions for him by inquiring of the Urim before the Lord. At his command, he and the entire community of the Israelites will go out, and at his command, they will come in. Moses did as the Lord commanded him. He took Joshua and had him stand before Eleazar the priest and the whole assembly. Then he laid his hands on him and commissioned him as the Lord instructed through Moses. This is the word of our God. We continue with the solo.
Please stand in honor of the gospel. The gospel today from Mark chapter 6 will also serve as the basis for our sermon. The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. Then, because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. But many who saw them leaving recognized them and ran on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. This is the gospel of the Lord. Please be seated for our next hymn, 360. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Heavenly Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ, your Good Shepherd. Amen. 
God's word we consider in the sermon today, the gospel from Mark 6. Let us pray. Jesus, shepherd of the sheep, who the Father's flock does keep, safe we wake and safe we sleep, guarded still by you. Amen. Well, it's only a little more than a month away now, the Sheboygan County Fair. At the fair each year, all kinds of animals, sheep and goats, cows and pigs, bunnies and chickens, so many animals. Because young people from all over, as they prepare for the fair, they care for these little animals uh, to be shown. And so much goes into that. They have to keep the animals clean and fed, make sure that their pens are kept In good order, there's good ventilation for the animals. Keep them groomed and trimmed. If the animals get sick, help see that they get the right medical attention, maybe a shot. Or if they have uh, some bugs or worms that need to be taken care of. And then there's the costs to manage, too. The costs for the care of those animals. So much goes in to caring for those animals. But how often do we reflect and think about how much care goes into taking care of us? We all need someone to take care of us, too. But where we humans sometimes skip a feeding or don't take care of things or get a little forgetful with with the animals, we have someone who never makes a mistake and is always perfectly attentive to us. That's Jesus, our shepherd. Today the Lord urges you and me, as we take a closer look at Mark chapter 6, follow your shepherd to get some rest and to grasp his compassion. Mark says that the apostles returned to Jesus, gathered around him, and reported to him all that they had done and said. The word apostles means those who are sent out. Last weekend, Pastor Miller talked about the high Uh, responsibility, the high standards that the Lord sets for those whom he sends out to preach and teach among his sheep, his people. And the Lord cares so much about all of his sheep that that's what he expects. He expects those he sends to report back on all that they had done and all that they've taught so that the shepherd, Jesus, knows how well his sheep are being cared for. Yet even after the apostles returned to Jesus, things were busy. There were so many people coming and going that they did not even have time to eat. They couldn't even find a good time to sit down and grab a bite. Things were so busy for them. So Jesus said, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. On the original, Jesus is a little bit more direct He says to his disciples, come, you, yeah, you, you yourselves, I'm talking to you. Come get some rest by yourselves. This is important for you because it so often happens that those who are caring for others don't stop to get the care that they themselves need. They just keep going and going. Now, the word for rest that Jesus uses here is not only the absence of work, it's the presence of recharging and rejuvenating and reinvigorating. 
And so the kind of rest that we all need is, yes, rest for our bodies. We need time to recharge, time to eat, time to get good sleep. But whenever Jesus took his apostles away, away from the crowds by themselves, he would take that opportunity to give them rest for their souls, to speak to them, to encourage them, to build them up, to recharge them with his powerful and soothing word. That's what they needed. And isn't that the kind of rest that the Lord pictures for us in Psalm 23? He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. We need rest. The Lord put up in the sky above us the moon and the sun to mark times for being awake and being asleep. The Lord commanded his Old Testament people to take one full day off every week to recharge and reinvigorate themselves in him. Jesus himself took time to rest and eat and sleep. We need this. People who feed others need to be fed. Those who bring peace and rest to others need rest and peace for themselves too. Jesus urges you and me, come away with me by yourselves to a quiet place to get some rest. Back in 1959, a radio host by the name of Peter Tripp decided to do a radio broadcast for 201 hours straight. Now, this was to help benefit a children's uh, foundation. He did this out in New York uh, City in Times Square. As he got a couple days into it, he was going okay. But by the third day, without getting any sleep, he was so irate that he started cursing at people around him, and he was hallucinating spiders. Now, he did make it to the end of that radio broadcast, apparently, but he fell asleep for quite some time after that. His family, however, said that he was never quite the same after that. Uh, we need sleep and rest for our bodies. After not getting enough sleep, we're less alert, more prone to accident or injury. We have less self-control over what we say or do or how much we eat. Not only is putting off rest something that can be uncomfortable for us, but it's a real problem for this reason, too, that abusing our bodies, neglecting them, putting off the rest that Jesus urges us to get, squandering our time so that we don't get the rest we should, that's a sin against the fifth commandment and deserves misery and condemnation. We've all done it, haven't we? Just one more episode. Just one more game. Just one more conversation. Just one more task. Just one more project. Just one more drink. Just one more thing to do. Before we know it, we've pushed off the rest that we so desperately need. And when we don't get the rest for our souls that we need, it makes us less spiritually alert as well, less able to fend off temptations and maintain spiritual wellness that our shepherd wants to give to you and me. Those who put off that rest in the here and now and continue to reject the rest that their Savior offers them and me and you too, 
they will have no rest, only writhing for all eternity. But the shepherd Jesus transported these tired souls to a place of tranquility. He and his disciples got into a boat and crossed over to the east side of the Sea of Galilee, there to spend some time with their shepherd. This was their shepherd who got no sleep at all, kept a watchful eye in the Garden of Gethsemane as he was weighed down, overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. This was their shepherd who would go through the agony, the torture, at the hands of the Sanhedrin and the soldiers on Good Friday, Monday, Thursday evening. This was their good shepherd who spent the night awake as he was tried and questioned. This was their shepherd who spent Good Friday hanging in their agony. This is our shepherd too, who was ragged and run down to redeem you and me from all the times we put off and rejected the rest that our Savior urged us to get with him. He still says to you and me today, come on, I'm talking to you. Yes, you come with me. Come with me by yourselves to find some rest by the quiet waters of your baptism. There the peace I won for you at the cross flowed and washed over you. Come with me. Get some rest at the table that I have prepared for you. This bread, this wine, is my body, my blood for you. Come with me and get some rest. Listen to the soothing sound of my voice. This is the most important rest that you will get today and in any week. For me, it's the time spent grazing in the scripture lessons and the hymns which support them and reinforce them for the coming weekend. For some, it's striding through the Bible in one year, a Berean challenge type thing. For others, it's slowly strolling through one chapter a week, chewing and taking all of that in, one chapter at a time. For still others, it's different devotion books and, and their favorite devotions. But time away with their Savior, come with me and get some rest, says your shepherd. He encourages us today once again. Get some rest with the one who endured the worst nightmare ever for us to win us the best rest we could ever receive. Follow your shepherd to get some rest, but also to grasp his compassion. When the people saw Jesus and his disciples getting in the boat and heading over to the other side of the lake, uh, they recognized him and they ran on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of him. Now some people run quicker than others and so some people got there ahead of Jesus. John's Gospel mentions that Jesus and his disciples, when they got to the other side of the lake, they first went and sat down on a mountainside together. They did get some rest. But eventually, more and more people kept coming. Jesus looked and saw, there's a huge crowd there. Isn't it the same way for you and me? When we finally do get away for a little rest, it never lasts quite as long as we had hoped. Even if it's a week or two of vacation, 
I always wish we had a little bit more time to rest. Even if it's a half hour or an hour with our shepherd, I always wish we had a little more time with him. But then life happens. Things get busy. Now, there was a huge crowd there. Matthew's Gospel says that there were 5,000 men in addition to women and children. This was a lot of people. They were like sheep without a shepherd. That's how Moses characterized the Israelites. They needed someone to lead them out and to lead them back in, someone to guide them, to take care of them, to be there for them. Sheep need a shepherd. There were so many people there that day. Think about the different needs that those sheep had, the crowds that were there with Jesus. Some weighed down with guilt and burdened with sin. Others, unaware of just how dire their sin had placed them in such a serious situation, and they needed to hear about that. Some with physical ailments or fears. Others possessed by demons or had concerns about their own family members or friends. Still others with misguided outlooks on life, like the Pharisees, who thought that they could be right with God by their own works. Or like the zealots who were so focused on politics that they were willing to violently and with bloodshed rebel. Or like the Sadducees who were happy to cozy and comfort up to worldly wealth and political power and didn't want to think at all about what happens after death. There's nothing to worry about there. So many different sheep who needed a shepherd. And if those crowds could be characterized that way. How about the millions of people in Wisconsin today? And the hundreds of millions of people around our nation, the billions of people in this world, like sheep without a shepherd. Yet Jesus did not say, "Uh, go away, find someone else to help you. Jesus didn't say, well, I'm not done resting yet, I actually need to take another 20-minute snooze. Jesus didn't say, come back tomorrow between 8 and 5 during business hours. Jesus had compassion on those people. He had compassion on the large crowds. Compassion is when your heart goes out to someone who's in need and you're moved to act on that. Compassion is the way Jesus felt about the widow whose only son died there in Nain. So he went into action and raised that young man to life. Compassion is how the father felt about his wayward son when he saw him coming from a long way off. and He ran to meet him, embraced him, restored him, and forgave him. That's compassion. The compassion that our shepherd has on us and all those around us. Compassion, something that you and I lack, whether it's in our own self-centeredness or just from sheer exhaustion, But our shepherd has an endless supply. His heart beats with compassion for the lost and the lonely and the languishing. For you and me and for all people. Whenever I see a sheep that has all of its wool shaved off, a shorn sheep, I always feel a little embarrassed for the guy. Right? Like he's lost some of his dignity. Can someone put a coat or a bathrobe on that little thing? Poor soul. Uh, Poor sheep. Well, Jesus puts his compassion on display here. 
But it's not just to make us feel like we're missing out on something or like he's looking down on us. He takes that compassion and he says, here, it's yours. Take all of my time and toil. Take all of my love and mercy. I'm going to put a thick, fluffy coat of it all around you, wrap you up in it through faith. In your baptism, my compassion is yours. Wear it every day. Snuggle up to it. Grasp it tightly and never let it go. And live it too. Live that compassion for the many who are all around you. That compassion that didn't just take five minutes for one lesson, but it kept on teaching and kept on shepherding. Have compassion on those all around you, whether it's the neighbor across the street or the other customer across the aisle, whether it's the other family at the playground by you, or that person that's been walking by on the sidewalk week after week. Have compassion on the many around you who need a shepherd. Isn't that what our voters' meeting is about today? How we can look on the the many people around us and have the same kind of compassion that our shepherd has on us. We wonder, what did Jesus teach them? Mark just leaves it at he taught them many things. What did Jesus teach those crowds that he had compassion on? Well, through much of the month of August, we'll get to hear what Jesus was teaching those crowds on the next day. For now, suffice it to say that our shepherd says, my sheep listen to my voice. They listen to me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. What compassion as our shepherd teaches you and me so that we might have life with him. Follow your shepherd to grasp his compassion. When my family and I go to the Sheboygan County Fair again this year, I'm sure that I will be amazed again at just how many animals there are. Pen after pen, row after row, barn after barn, so many animals. Just thinking about taking care of all of those creatures and critters overwhelms me. But it doesn't overwhelm our shepherd Jesus. He has compassion and care for all people. Everyone, his powerful word, holds all things together. He had a quick rest and then it was back to work during our gospel lesson. But now, risen from the dead, he never slumbers or sleeps. He's always at work shepherding for you and for me and for all of his people, preparing a pasture above for us, pleading for us, reassuring us when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death so that we have no fear. He's ruling over all things, guarding and protecting you and me, his sheep. Let's go to him for rest. Let's look to him for compassion. Let's share in that compassion for others and follow our shepherd through every strain and struggle in this life to the perfect tranquility above. Amen. Please stand. Now may the peace of God, which goes beyond all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. We confess our faith using the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, 
of all that is seen and unseen, we believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became fully human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who in unity with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The offerings will now be brought forward. let us pray. Jesus, you are our good shepherd. We praise you for the rest that you provide for us and the compassion that you have on us. Refresh us that we might take your compassion and teaching to the many people around us who need a shepherd just as much as we do. Jesus, look with compassion on Janet Bitter, who suffered a painful injury, breaking her shoulder in multiple places. Relieve her pain and grant healing according to your will. Restore her soul with all that you provide for her now until she dwells in your house forevermore. Holy Spirit, you call, enlighten, sanctify, and keep us in the one true faith in the Holy Christian Church. We praise you for the blessed fellowship that we enjoy as members of the Wisconsin Evangelical Lutheran Synod. Please bless our Synod Convention this week. Be with our leaders and those who prepare future ministers of the gospel those who carry out mission work, and those who serve and strengthen congregations on our behalf. May Christ's compassion and teaching be spread throughout the world. And in Jesus' name we join to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God.
Praise to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In love, he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. He sends the Holy Spirit to testify that we are his children and to strengthen us when we are weak. Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb, be praise and thanks and honor and glory forever and ever. Christ on the night he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and gave it to his disciples saying take and eat this is my body which is given for you do this in remembrance of me then he took the cup gave thanks and gave it to them saying drink from it all of you this is my blood of the new covenant which is poured out for you for the forgiveness of sins do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me the peace of the Lord be with you always Please be seated at this time for the communion distribution. For those who are visiting with us, please take note of our practice of close communion. As it's outlined for you on this. join in a moment of prayer. Lord, we ask you please to watch over and be with all who are sick or suffering, all who are experiencing medical trouble and distress at this time. Please grant your healing according to your will. Bless all those who watch over uh, at this time. Amen. <laughs> 